It's September 1st, 2021. Welcome to the new reality edition of Bite Marks Cafe right here on Hawaii Public Radio, where we serve you the first bite of today's science, technology, and innovation. I'm Bert Lum. First up, we'll have Omar Sultan from Sultan Ventures, and he's here to tell us about the Accelerate HI Pre-X program to scale your business and become investment-ready. And then uh, we'll be joined by Shanoa Fonsworth from Blue Startups, Ed Lallier from Vanta Leagues, and Candice Dietz from GiveSpace. And, of course, they're all here to talk about the Blue Startups Cohort 13. And first off, I want to welcome uh, Omar Sultan back on the show. And, uh, of course, he's with uh, Sultan Ventures and Accelerate HI, and, and he's got a, a new, um, well, he's had before, he had a cohort before called Pre-X, and I guess this is the second one. And it's to get you investment ready. Welcome to the show, Omar. Hey, Bert. Always awesome to be on here. Great to hear your voice again. Yeah, you know we don't get to see each other nowadays since everybody's gone virtual. And and I, I understand your 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 whole operation has gone virtual. So yep. I, I guess uh, you and I will just be kind of like uh, uh, voices in the ether. <laughs> we'll have to purposely plan to meet now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, no kidding. So. You um this is uh, this pre-X is something that you've already done before. There was a there was a this is cohort number two. Is that correct? Yep, the cohort two. We launched cohort one right at the beginning of the pandemic last year. Mm-hmm. You know when COVID hit the entire world, um, everyone kind of paused and, and plans were or or paused. And you know we we took a look very quickly at the business and startup and entrepreneurial community here in Hawaii, and you know we. We kind of sprinted ahead. So we tweaked the program a little bit. We launched right in the middle of the summer uh, to be able to support local entrepreneurs and businesses. No, that's great. And, and uh, how many how many companies were in Cohort 1? Cohort 1, we, we planned for 10, but there was such a high demand um, that we saw through the applications and people reaching out to us that we actually accepted 15 companies. And they came and... from all across the island, Kauai, Maui, Big, uh, Hawaii Island, of course, here on Oahu. Wow, that's great. So as you start to gear up for cohort two, I mean you haven't you haven't selected companies yet, have you? No, we just launched applications about a week ago. So mm-hmm. they've been pouring in. Some of them, you know, are are going through the different phases of our application process and so we still haven't selected anything. But our applications are, are rolling, right? So as companies submit, we evaluate them and we get back to them immediately. We don't batch the responses, so we don't wait until all the until the application deadline and then make our selection. So in a way, the companies are really kind of just competing against themselves, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. They're not competing against other companies. And how many do you plan to have in this cohort? Um, we'd actually like to increase it. So I don't know. We might get up to 20 or 25 companies. We'll see. Right? It depends on the application pool. It depends on how many we think we can handle. But we'd really like to do more than 15 companies. And and in terms of uh, what sorts of companies you you are looking for, this is not necessarily all tech companies, right? I mean, you're you're looking at at uh, companies that pr- probably at an early stage, but they they want to get to a point that they they become uh, more what investment ready. Yeah, uh, the companies from Goal One give you a good indication of sort of what we're targeting, which is anybody, right? And so it doesn't have to be tech; it be in the food industry. We had some companies that were making less than a hundred thousand. We had some companies that were making already close to a million. We had a couple of companies that were, you know, they had an idea and were just getting ready to launch. Um, so it's really across the board. We're purposely stage and sector agnostic. 
Great. And you know the so you have a you have a sort of a pre pre X, right? You have a uh, four kind of sessions to kind of warm people up, and then you actually have the cohort. So, kind of explain what are the four sessions that are that are coming up. Um, so we've got we definitely have an info session coming up. We have a Q and A session. We have just some opportunities to connect with the community. I mean, more than anything, Prex is uh, for us is about being able to connect with the different entrepreneurs and startups and small business owners here in Hawaii and finding ways to support them, connect with them, and build a sense of community. Um, so the program itself is four weeks. It's virtual, 100% virtual. And um, as we've been told by the 15 companies that were in the first program, it's super intense. And it's meant to be a, meant to be that springboard to get you to whatever your X is, whether it's revenue growth, funding, getting to one of the local accelerators, and, and that you've got Chinoa coming up next. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. for those that don't feel quite ready to apply to Blue Startups, they're really interested into it, into getting into that program, like this would be perfect for them. For those that are looking to scale beyond Hawaii, this is a program for them. As you know, we've been doing this for over a decade now. So we've taken all those best practices from our award-winning programs, national recognized efforts, and kind of distilled it down to um, very, very pure concentrate, if you will. Right. And so four weeks, full sprint. Um, to get to your ex, and and give us give me a quick example of what it is that you might uh, put them through during that four week sprint. Like I said, um, you know we we want them to. This program is about getting investment ready and about scaling your business, growing and scaling your business, right? And so there are definitely workshops that help you cover that stuff. There's technical assistance that we're going to be providing um, these companies. And then we're connecting them and introducing them to the other programs that are available in Hawaii. That's really important. Sounds good. So there's actually something happening tomorrow, right? So where, uh, what is happening tomorrow, and where can people check it out to uh, perhaps attend? Yep, we have an info session at noon tomorrow. It's virtual. You can sign up at AccelerateHawaii.com. So X-L-R-A-H-I.com. Very good. I'll put that up on our show notes. Mahalo, Omar, for joining us. Mahalo, Bert. Stay safe. We'll do. Thank you. And, of course, uh, we'll take a short break. And when we return, we'll be joined by Shanoa Fonswork from Blue Startups, Ed Lallier from Vanta Leagues, and Candice Dietz from GiveSpace. And, of course, we'll talk about the next Blue Startups cohort. This is Bite Marks Cafe. Support for Bite Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, which helps Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to contributor PCAT, Pacific Center for Advanced Technology Training. Welcome back to Bite Marks Cafe on Hawaii Public Radio. I am happy to welcome Shanoa Fonsworth from Blue Startups, Ed Lallier from Vanta Leagues, and Candice Dietz from Give Space. And, of course, they're here to talk about the startup ecosystem and accelerating companies, of course, during this uh, crazy COVID pandemic era. And I want to welcome you all to Bite Marks Cafe. Thanks for having us, Bert. Hey, Shanoa. Hey, Bert. You know, I've been uh, I've been stalking you on uh, social media, and I'm just uh, quite envious of your, uh, you know, your stint over there at the New York Stock Exchange with Volta. Won't you tell me about that experience? Well, it was incredible, Bert. I was able to go to New York for the listing of Volta. Volta Charging, for those who aren't familiar with the company, got its start right here in Hawaii uh, more than ten years ago. And actually came through the very first cohort of Blue Startups in 2013. 
and just completed a public listing on Friday. And I was there on the floor of the New York Stock Exchange while they rang the bell and went through all the different <laughs> procedures and ceremonies to, to get publicly listed. So it was it was really uh, the thrill of a lifetime for uh, something like me. It was just amazing. Well, that's great. That's great. And and uh, was this, what, the first company out of uh, the the cohorts, the, the, the 13 cohorts that uh, have gone through Blue Stardust to go to the New York Stock Exchange? Yeah, this is our first public company. Oh. Yeah, so a very big milestone for, for Blue and a big milestone for the Hawaii tech ecosystem, frankly. I'm really excited for everybody involved. And, you know, they got started here and they went through our program. They also got a lot of uh, local investors involved in the early days. So we're going to have a lot of uh, happy people here come the end of the, the lockup in, in six months. <laughs> so, so uh, happy people. I guess that's a result of, you know, having Volta go public, and and maybe the early investors can, <clears throat> can perhaps uh, get a little bit of their early investment out of the company. Is that kind of the the reward at, at this uh, that at this stage of the game? Yeah, for sure. I mean, patience is is rewarded at this point, and so. Uh, while it's been a long time, I'm sure the investors are going to be happy with the results. I think, uh, you know, if things are looking what they're looking like now, then they should be getting a, a pretty good return, about a 10x return on their investments. Wow, that's great. Now, tell me, Chinoa, how, does, uh, how do you think that will perhaps uh, contribute back to the startup ecosystem, you know, here in Hawaii? Well, I hope that all of our angels are going to be fat and happy and write lots of checks to all of our startup companies here. <laughs> well, that's good. I mean, and you heard it first on Bite Marsh Cafe, right? I mean, <laughs> if if <laughs> if their reward uh, as a result of yeah. uh, of uh, Volta going uh, IPO and you know getting a little bit of a, a, a win out of that, I mean, I think it's a, a good chance to maybe return some of that. Well, you know, not return in a in a a good way to you know other startups that might. Uh, Follow the same yeah. path. Reinvest. Reinvest in Hawaii. And I think it also really puts Hawaii on the map of a place where companies like this can start and take it all the way to Wall Street. So I think, you know, it, it proves our mettle in the startup world in a lot of ways as well. So it's a huge milestone for us. Yeah, yeah, it certainly does. And, and uh, you know, congratulations and congratulations to Volta. And, and uh, Shanoa, you know, we ought to <clears throat> have a show on uh, about the uh, – Volta and, and the path to IPO and, and uh, your your collective experience uh, over in New York City. So let's set that we up. We will. Yeah, we'll okay. do that. Very good. And, and uh, a mahalo to Ed and, and Candice for giving <laughs> giving me some time to talk story about uh, Volta and, and Shanoa's experience in New York City. So I do want to kind of uh, get into the cohort 13. And and uh, maybe what I'll, I'll do uh, at this point is uh, give... Uh, we'll start with Candice, and maybe, Candice, you can tell us a little bit about um, what your company does uh, and, and what you see maybe um, uh, learning or, or um, uh, taking away from, you know, Cohort 13. Yeah. Hi, Bert. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Um, so GiveSpace is an app that helps businesses create donation campaigns or raise funds for charities directly inside their shopping carts. Um, we're really excited to be a part of Blue Startups, and, you know, we're only on week three, but I feel like I've already been here for six weeks now. Um, the amount of 
ground we have covered in those three weeks has been incredible from <clears throat> networks we have created, direct mentor relationships, um, doing deep dives weekly into certain areas of topics. It's just been a variety of um, an incredible wealth of information. And, you know, it's also Hawaii first, which, you know, is like Chanel had mentioned, um, very important uh, for a company like GiveSpace, where we want to help create more of that tech ecosystem here on island. So, Candice, where, uh, where did GiveSpace originate from? We are originally from, well, we were founded in California, uh, mostly because of um, corporate law establishment. Um, but, you know, we are so young and new um, that we are here, and I am here. I have lived almost the entire time um, that we started GiveSpace here on island. So, yeah, it, it's great to really get connected and um, into the Hawaii ecosystem here and uh, look forward to continuing that. And and uh, Candice, I mean, when when looking at a <clears throat> an accelerator, how did you decide to uh, pick Blue Startups outside of you know Shanoa's great program? You could have you could have chosen a number of other accelerators uh, across the country. Yeah, actually, we were doing interviews with tech stars out of LA um, at the same time, and we chose Blue Startups because we love the mission of Blue. Um, Hawaii first. They also like female-founded companies. And, you know, I, I feel like going through this pandemic scenario here on island, um, it really focused and brought a need to diversify the economy. And um, I think tech is a great place to do that. You know, we're all working remotely. And, um, and as we, you know, I, I just heard that podcast or the episode you did last week with Gear. Um, bringing more STEM programs into local schools. And I think all of that is a great avenue and a great path forward. Great. And, of course, we're, we're always looking for companies, looking forward to companies like yours to help, uh, you know, diversify our, our economy here. So I want to give Ed a chance to talk a little bit about the um, Vanta Leagues. And, and uh, Ed, I'm, I'm sure you've you heard about uh, Overwatch and, and uh, how yeah. the tournament took place uh, here in Hawaii because of our advantage uh, being in the middle of, of the Pacific uh, when competing against, uh, let's say, Asia teams and having U.S. teams. Uh, I'm, I'm sure the, um, uh, you know, we had we had some of the folks that were part of that whole uh, organiz organizing uh, group, and and uniquely, I mean, Hawaii had a benefit. Uh, for offering the Overwatch League to to do something in Hawaii, but but with that said, uh, Ed, why don't you tell us a little bit about Vanta League? Yeah, thank you, and thank you for having me today. I really appreciate it. I love the program. Um, so Vanta is a youth esports development program. So for those who don't know what esports is, it's a competitive video game league, and we provide expert coaching uh, for kids ages nine to fourteen. And we really and we started this in response to my son being cyberbullied early uh, last year. Uh, so we created a safe place for kids to game while they're also learning meaningful skills that lead to college scholarships. Uh, what's surprising to many parents is that gaming has evolved into something more uh, than just uh, Super Mario Brothers in the basement. So you can actually get a full athletic scholarship to to uh, over 200 colleges. Uh, nationwide 
uh, to play on their varsity video game team. So much like your traditional youth sports, we look at Banta as a digital little league of sorts where you can have that structured program in a safe place with an adult coach trained to not only just teach you the game, but also life skills, respect, empathy, teamwork. And so um, we chose Blue Startups as the ideal place to go because they have connections in Hawaii and, frankly, you know, Asia and on the, you know, on the mainland. Uh, it was the, the natural choice because we look at Hawaii as a, a center point for our business to kind of build out and expand that our, an eSport presence. We feel like just like how Overwatch did very well at UH Manoa, uh, we believe that uh, Hawaii in general is uniquely located um, globally to be like a, a center point for eSports. Uh, and um, we're excited to be here. No, Ed, that's great. That's great. And, and uh, where did the Vanta League start off? And was it, was it started in Hawaii or did you start uh, somewhere on the, on the mainland? So, yeah, we, we started in Boston, but uh, I, I, uh, I moved out here uh, this year um, in order to uh, build out our West Coast uh, operations. I actually married uh, a, uh, an island girl, um, and uh, so we, you know, we have two kids, and uh, you know, we live here in Waikai now, so we're, we're thrilled. And, um, yeah, Hawaii was uh, important for me personally because if you're in the startup. Yeah, I, you need as much support as I can. So uh, my wife, Jenny, has a, a large family here. So it just made sense. If you're going to take the, the plunge, you know, let's uh, have some family support. So Hawaii, uh, uh, in addition to strategically for the business, personally, it was the right call. Okay, so that, that, that totally makes sense. So the question about why Blue Startups, I mean, you basically just answered it because, I mean, yeah. you know, from a from a logistics standpoint for esports and from a family standpoint with, uh, you know, your family and and uh, your your wife being being from here, I mean, I think that all kind of makes <laughs> makes total sense. Now, Ed, you you mentioned um, UH, and of course, you know, we've had yeah. uh, we've had uh, Sky and and his uh, folks on the show as well as. Uh, you know the folks over at HPU who have a really great esports arena, and I, I think uh, what you bring to the table is something that, uh, that I haven't haven't seen yet. Because like with Sky's program, he's got curriculum over at UH to get students that are college level uh, into uh, you know a program that helps broaden their horizon. You know in terms of esports, but your your focus is on like you said nine to nine to fourteen. So yeah, it's the younger younger yeah. kids. Yeah, I think there, there's right now just a lack of structure for the youth. Kids are gaming really early, and parents are challenged with what can I do to keep them safe and make it meaningful time. The kids are, you know, outside playing in the during the day, but at night, you know, they're they're playing and the, it can be toxic. Um, you know, you have situations where three year olds are are going after you know nine, eight year olds. It should never be that way. So we created Vanta as a safe place where that will never happen. And we utilize a technology platform that's COPPA compliant, uh, which is really that adheres to the laws for child policy online. Uh, and, you know, we, we're, you know, we're designed to make sure that, you know, um, they have a, an excellent experience, but the parents now have a tool to make sure that their kids are safe and they're learning meaningful skills. Great, great. Now, Chano, I do want to get back to you and, and kind of talk a little bit about, uh, you know, the Cohort 13 and, and the program and, and what, are, what are some of the things that really kind of 
stood out for both Benta Leagues and Give Space. So we'll hold that thought. We'll be right back after this short break to continue our conversation with Chanel Fonsworth from Blue Startups, Ed Lallier from Vanta Leagues, and Candice Dietz from Give Space. And, of course, we're talking about Blue Startups Cohort 13. This is Bite Marks Cafe. Support for Bite Marks Cafe comes from the HPR Local Talk Show Fund, whose contributors help Hawaii Public Radio sustain and grow its locally produced talk shows. Mahalo to contributor Anchor Systems Hawaii. Welcome back. This is Bite Marks Cafe on HPR One. I'm Bert Lum, and if you're just joining us, we're talking to Shanoa Fonsworth from Blue Startups, Ed Lallier from Vanta Leagues, and Candice Dietz from GiveSpace. And, of course, we're talking about how the, the value of startups in Hawaii and helping to diversify our economy here. And right before the break, I was uh, teasing uh, Shanoa and wanting to get her view on you know, doing the accelerator in this sort of uh, pandemic and, and having to come up with these hybrid models of of acceleration. And, and, and the other thing I wanted to ask you is, you know, we've heard a little bit from from uh, Ed and Candice, and, and I want to hear it from you, Chinoa. What, what, what was it that kind of stood out for you to have uh, these two great-sounding companies to be a part of uh, Cohort 13? Anyway, start with the first question, which is, uh-huh. How have how have you adapted to this, uh, you know, this crazy world we live in? Yeah, well, I'd say this cohort thirteen, and we're we're calling it a hybrid uh, cohort. So we actually have all the companies here in the office with us; they're on site. Mm-hmm. Um, but most of our mentor interactions have been online, so that's why we are calling it hybrid. I think, um, however, it is. World's better than, you know, what we had to do with Cohort 12, which was entirely virtual. So I think these guys are at least getting to enjoy each other, learn from each other, have that peer-to-peer kind of relationship, which is so important to the cohort um, and, you know, frankly makes it a a lot more fun as well. You know, my program manager and I last year were saying that that Cohort 12 was like all of the work but none of the fun. So now that we are part in person, we get to have that fun component, too, in addition to all the hard work. So that's, um, you know, a a step up. It's not perfect. You know, we're still trying to figure out how we're going to handle, for example, Demo Day this year. Um, As you know, we typically go to San Francisco for a week at the end of the program. You know, I think it's still an open question of whether or not we're going to do that this year. Um, and things like that. So we're having to roll with the punches here a bit. Um, but, you know, all, all in all, things are, are, I think, improved over at least the uh, the all-virtual version that we uh, had to get through last year. So Now, before I, um, um, before I get you yeah. to talk about, you know, how these two companies stood out uh, in terms of all the applicants that you get at the Blue Startups, is I wanted to ask you about, you know, one of the, the perks about uh, having the, companies here in Hawaii is that you always had a introduction day and <clears throat> I have to admit I, I, I miss eating the pizza. I know. <laughs> I know. Those are the things that we're not able to do. I know. We had it on the schedule and I just uh, had to take it off. Oh. So we will, you know, do some virtual events, of course, um, which aren't as not fun aren't as much fun. Don't include pizza. Um, you know, <laughs> but uh, it's, it's kind of what we've got to do this time around. Yeah. 
So how did how did these two companies uh, in your mind kind of stand out when looking at all the applicants that you had in cohort thirteen? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we had um, five hundred and twenty applications for this cohort. Uh, you know, we selected how many? eight how many? companies. Five hundred and twenty. <laughs> Holy smokes! Yeah. So we selected eight companies, and we also made an investment in a ninth company, which is Mela Media Group. Um, which is a bit of a later stage investment for us, but eight companies in the cohort itself. You know, over, I guess, the years, you know, but we tried to narrow down our focus to be a few strategic areas that where we think we have expertise so we can add value to the companies and where, you know, we are motivated to to work with the companies. So things, you know, the buckets there include female-founded. We really... Um, love to, to support female founders. So we have three companies in this cohort that are founded by women. Um, obviously, Hawaii first. So we have, you know, three companies in this cohort that are based in Hawaii. And then um, the East-West kind of uh, play, right? Mm-hmm. So looking at entrepreneurs that are playing in both, both markets. And in this cohort, we have a couple companies in that category as well. One that has its part of its team in Taiwan, and one whose entire team is in Mongolia. So this is our, our furthest afield company that we've ever had. We have a team here, Tomio, that is from Mongolia in this cohort. So, And then there's specific sectors that we like to bring in, right? Travel. We have three companies in this cohort in the travel space. Gaming. Obviously, our connection with Tetris gives us some advantages there. Software. That's our kind of generalized bucket, if you will, and sustainability. So we really liked the Give Space Play um, because both female-founded and um, there's a sustainability component. They're looking at ways to disrupt the whole industry around um, swag and giving, you know, stuff at conferences that's just junk and how about making a donation instead. And then, of course, also related to that e-commerce transaction and bringing in uh, a nonprofit giving component to that. So, you know, we really liked that aspect of the company. I think for, for Vanta, you know, there's the gaming connection, there's the Hawaii connection. And then personally, I really like the, the, the concept is kind of little league for kids, you know, kind of little leagues for esports, because I do think so many parents struggle with their kids playing these games and how, how am I supposed to treat this? Is this, you know, a real sport or is this, just a waste of time is this something i need to worry about with my child and how do i make it constructive as that said so really um thought that was a a unique approach to esports we've done a lot of you know companies in the esports um kind of uh sector but nothing kind of related to kids so no, that was really interesting yeah no shanoa that's uh that's great and you know as much as i would like to hear candace and ed talk a little bit more about their companies you know we're kind of winding down to the last few seconds of the show and i i definitely want to check out that company from mongolia i spent some uh few weeks in uh ulaanbaatar and and uh i i have some fond re- you know re- memories of of uh, mongolia so Shano, cool. in the in the last uh few seconds here i mean where can people find out more about cohort 13 and the progress that they make uh, through this next uh, few months? Well, as always, our website, bluestartups.com, is 
try to keep that up to date with all of the companies and news and et cetera. Um, you can also sign up there for our newsletter. That's a great way to keep in touch. And then you can follow us on social. We're at Blue Startups on Facebook and Twitter Sounds uh, good. and LinkedIn. Thanks, Shanoa. Shanoa is the founder, <laughs> co-founder of Blue Startups. Ed Lallier is the co-founder of Vanta Leagues. And, of course, Candice Dietz is the founder of Space. I want to thank them all for joining us today. And, of course, thank you for listening to Bite Marks Cafe. Join us next week when we'll catch up with Iolani's Aina Informatics program. If you miss any part of this edition, you can find a podcast of tonight's show on bitemarkscafe.org. And if you have any comments or suggestions, feel free to email me at bitemarks at gmail.com. You can also find me on Twitter. I'm at bitemarks. Our engineer is David Chong. You can catch us on HPR One every Wednesday or anytime via the HPR app, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. You stay safe. You stay awesome. We'll see you next week on another edition of Bite Marks Cafe. Bite Marks Cafe.